please be advised that this story touches on issues relating to mental health and suicide. Which some listeners may find upsetting. Hi, we should probably introduce ourselves. I'm Micah. And I'm Sydney. And this is a podcast called Conversations with Sydney. That's me. (laughs) In our last episode, we asked if parents should talk to their kids about suicide. And the answer was a resounding yes. Today we're going to talk about how to talk about suicide with your kids which for a lot of people could be a really awkward or uncomfortable topic. It definitely was for me, Sid. Yeah, and you might not even know how to begin the conversation. So to get some advice, we reached out to the chief medical officer at the Jed Foundation. Which works with schools and colleges across the country to prevent suicide among teens and young adults. Here we go. My name is Dr. Laura Erickson Schroth. I'm a psychiatrist and the chief medical officer at the Jed Foundation and spent a lot of time during the pandemic working in psychiatric emergency rooms. How seriously should parents be taking the issue of teen suicide? You know, studies have recently shown that 22% of teens seriously considered suicide in 2021. So this is something that's not just happening to a few young people. This is something that's really different than it has been in the past. And now suicide is the third leading cause of death for young people 15 to 24. That's huge. Given this reality, do you think people are aware of the intensity of this issue right now? People being adults? Yeah, Sid, are teens aware? A lot of teenagers are very aware that the mental health situation is pretty unstable. I don't know, at least in my community, we're very aware of mental health and most people are not doing you know, all that well. Do you have any thoughts about how parents who are concerned about this can start this conversation? Definitely. First thing I would say is start with the right kind of setting, a place where both the parent and the young person can feel comfortable, free of distractions. And then I would say be specific. I think it's easy for teens to to just sort of brush things off. So you have to be specific. I noticed that, you know, you were friends with this group of people for a couple of years and you seem to be really engaged with them. You're not spending as much time with them anymore. Uh, You're spending more time at home. Or uh, you used to love going to, you know, your sports practices or your band practices. And it seems like you're not doing that as much anymore. Or I've noticed that your grades are dropping. Be specific about the things that you're seeing, because that means that, you know, the young person more needs to give you an answer. And it still may not be the time. They may not be ready to talk about it. So make sure that they know that you're there to listen to them if they want to come back and have this conversation later. So it's not necessarily just one conversation. Right. Are there other things, said that you would be looking for if a parent or an adult wanted to talk to you? I think persistence is a big part of it and like showing that it's valid, what you're feeling matters. But also, I think something that I went through and a lot of people that I've talked to is not wanting to admit to it. It's like, I don't want to tell my parents because I don't want to burden them. They have so much on their plates already or just not knowing how they would react. I think a big part of it is like really wanting to be seen and acknowledged, but also really not wanting to tell anyone at all. That makes sense. 
that you have those sort of two things that you're wrestling with. I think we want to be seen, but we don't want to have to actually tell. Mm. It's like, do you care about me enough to see that I'm suffering when I'm doing my very best to hide it, which makes everything more difficult? So if you start having a conversation with a teen or a younger child, and they say they are having suicidal thoughts, then what do you do? Parents often go either one direction or the other. They either minimize or they go into full action mode even if certain things aren't needed at the moment. So they might hear immediately that the teenager has any sort of thought about suicide and drive them right away to the emergency room. And it's not always necessary to do that. I would say one thing you wanna figure out if they're willing to talk to you about it is there are gradations of suicidal thoughts and sort of where are they right now? It can go all the way from what we might call passive thoughts about suicide, things like, I wish I weren't around or I wish I didn't exist to it would not be bad if something were to just happen to me to I'm thinking I actually might want to do something to hurt myself, to I have a particular plan about something I'm thinking about, all the way to I've sort of gathered what I need to carry this out. And those are really, really different. So if you can, try to get a sense of where the young person is on that continuum. Okay, so what I think I'm hearing you say is that parents shouldn't freak out if their kids say they're thinking about suicide. First, try to figure out what's going on by talking with your teen. Yeah, so if you're hearing from a young person that they're having those kind of thoughts, like I wish I didn't exist, but that they don't have any thoughts to do anything to hurt themselves, absolutely first step is thinking about a counselor, therapist, someone that they can start meeting with. If you're hearing things that are more concerning, so if you're hearing that the young person is having thoughts of doing something to hurt themselves, but maybe they don't know exactly what, you know, you may want to go into a little more action mode. So there's the new 988 Suicide and Crisis Lifeline. That's a good place to turn if you're not really sure what to do. I don't know a lot about the new 988 hotline or honestly suicide and crisis hotlines in general. When you call, is it because you're in immediate danger or is it because you just want help and you're like, you're worried about something that could happen in the future down the line? That's a great question. If you or someone else is in immediate danger that something could happen right now, it's time to call 911. So that's if you're concerned about an immediate crisis um, where someone could harm themselves or someone else. 988, though, if you're having thoughts or someone you know is having thoughts of suicide, but it's not quite at the point where they're in immediate danger of doing something right now in the moment, 988, it's a great place to call because they have crisis counselors who can kind of talk you through those moments. And often suicidal thoughts and suicidal moments, um, these are impulsive sort of emotion-driven times and they pass, right? Especially if you get help from someone. For young people, you know, the time between decision to act on suicide and actually acting on it is very short. And once that time has been passed, you know, once we're able to get a young person through that situation, we can get them connected to help. 
We know that 90% of people who have serious suicide attempts do not go on to die by suicide afterwards. And I would encourage young people to do their best to try to have the real conversations and to try to tell an adult that something is going on. Because as much as adults, you know, I would hope that they're paying attention, um, you know, they can miss things, especially uh, if young people are trying on purpose to hide them. Because adults do want to hear about teens having emotional struggles. So try to have those conversations if you can and let them know that you're struggling because we really have, you know, effective treatments for underlying conditions like depression and anxiety. And we have a lot of help available for people for dealing with suicidal thoughts. That was Dr. Laura Erickson Schroth, the Chief Medical Officer of the Jed Foundation. And this is Conversations with Sydney. Hello, that's Hi. me. <laughs> <laughs> this program was produced in association with WBGO Studios and with support from the Pulitzer Center on Crisis Reporting. And the Rosalind Carter Fellowship for Mental Health Journalism and Media. If you are having thoughts of suicide, please call or text the Suicide and Crisis Lifeline at 988.